and welcome to the Happy Gut Podcast. I'm Jamie Wagner, registered nurse and gut health coach. I believe that gut health is central to your health and well-being. On the Happy Gut Podcast, we talk about how the gut affects every aspect of your health, including your digestion, skin, hormones, mental health, mood, behavior, cravings, weight, and well, basically everything. If you're struggling in any of those areas, then you're in the right place. Or if you simply want to implement healthier habits so you can live more vibrantly, energetically, and joyfully for a longer time, then you're right where you need to be. On the Happy Gut Podcast, my goal is to empower you with science-backed information so you can fix your gut and live your best life. Let's dive into today's topic. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Happy Gut Podcast. I thought it would probably be a good start to chat about what gut health even is and why it's so important. So what is the gut? When you hear experts talking about the gut, they are generally referring to the entire digestive system, including your esophagus, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, and more. When you hear gut microbiome, that is referring to the microbes like bacteria, viruses, fungi, and more in their genome and habitat. Your gut microbiome is mostly in your large intestine or your colon, and often people will say gut bacteria or gut bugs. That refers to the bacteria in the gut microbiome in that large intestine mostly. Let's take a walk through the whole digestive system really quickly. Think magic school bus going through the whole body. Don't know if you know that reference, but let's get started. So digestion actually starts in your brain. You see, smell, or think about food, and your mouth starts to salivate. You put the food in your mouth and mechanical and chemical digestion begin to occur. Your teeth grind up food, your tongue and palate help with this as well, and your saliva helps to break it down too. Then you swallow the food and it goes to your esophagus, the long tube connecting your mouth and stomach. Your stomach is a very acidic environment, so it churns and uses that acid to break down the food even more. Then it goes to your small intestine. The small intestine is where most of the nutrient absorption occurs. Once it travels through your small intestine, it goes to your large intestine or your colon where whatever is left over is either absorbed, eaten by the bacteria, because remember the gut microbiome is mostly located here, or it's excreted. You also have other organs at play in digestion, including your liver. The liver has many, many, many functions, but some of them are bile production in order to help break down fat, cholesterol production and certain protein production, converting glucose to glycogen for energy storage, iron storage, detoxification, and more. Your gallbladder stores bile to help break down fat. Your pancreas creates enzymes to help break down food. These are lipase, amylase, and protease. Lipase helps break down fat, amylase helps break down starches, and protease helps break down protein, as well as protect you from pathogenic microbes. The pancreas also produces hormones like insulin, glucagon, gastrin, and amylin. You don't have to remember all this. Insulin helps your body use glucose for energy and helps control your blood sugar. Glucagon tells your liver to release stored glucose when your blood sugar is low. Gastrin stimulates your stomach to make more acid. Amylin helps control stomach emptying and your appetite. So there's a lot that goes into digestion and your gut, as you can see. You don't have to remember everything that I talked about there, but do remember that the gut microbiome is a collection of microbes that is mostly found in your large intestine, and it can impact many areas of your body, 
both negatively and positively, depending on how healthy your gut is. Now let's talk about some interesting gut health facts. These will show you just how important it is to take care of your gut. First of all, your microbiome is unique as a fingerprint, and it can be altered and it can be more malleable than the human genome. The microbiome can affect epigenetics, which is the study of how genes are turned on and off. So how you take care of your gut can determine what genes are expressed. For example, if you have a gene for an autoimmune condition, if you have a gut imbalance, it may turn on that gene, causing you to have flare-ups of that autoimmune condition. Also, your microbiome can be noticeably altered within two to five days of diet and lifestyle changes and can just as quickly revert. Two to five days, isn't that crazy? This doesn't mean that gut healing is instantaneous, so don't get me wrong there, but it is really cool that you can make improvements so quickly. It can just as quickly go back to being unhealthy though, so that's why consistency in your lifestyle and diet changes is so important. Another interesting fact is that half of your body is made up of microbes, and they can all communicate. You want to have healthy, happy, friendly microbes in your body, and you can help control that. Also, your gut is constantly communicating with you. Think about those gut feelings or the symptoms you may experience when you're nervous or scared, like nausea or even diarrhea. That's your gut and brain communicating. Your gut can also communicate with you through other symptoms. If you have certain symptoms, that could be your gut saying it needs some TLC. Another interesting tidbit is that diversity of bacteria is so important. The more diverse, the healthier and more resistant your ecosystem is. When diversity is low, you're more susceptible to disturbances and disease. This means it's very helpful to eat a diverse diet with lots of different plant foods. I encourage myself and my clients to eat 30 plus different plants per week. These different plant foods feed different bacterial species, and they help to keep the good ones around and keep a diverse mix of good gut bugs. Let's talk about a couple problems with having an unhealthy gut. An imbalanced microbiome can lead to insulin resistance, weight gain, inflammation, excessive hunger, and more. This can lead to obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and other common diseases. Your gut bacteria can also create problems by releasing toxins when given the wrong foods called endotoxins. Lipopolysaccharides, or LPS, is a combination of sugar and fat molecules that surround bacteria as protection, but can cause inflammation when released into the bloodstream as an endotoxin. High levels of endotoxins cause genetic changes similar to those seen in obesity, and they put people at risk for heart disease, chronic inflammation, diabetes, insulin resistance, fatty liver, and stroke. Also, if your gut doesn't get enough fiber, the microbes eat at the mucus layer of your gut, leading to the immune system getting activated and causing inflammation. This is thought to lead to not just digestive symptoms, but also autoimmune flare-ups, skin problems like eczema, hives, rosacea, acne, or other rashes, joint pain, fatigue, and more. Now I'd like to tell you about the benefits of good gut health and the disadvantages or dangers of poor gut health. So let's talk about the benefits of good gut health first. One benefit of good gut health, like I've talked about before, is that you can control what genes are turned on and off or have at least a little bit of control. If you're susceptible to a certain disease due to genetics, your gut health can potentially impact that. So having a healthy gut can help to keep the genes for disease turned off. A healthy gut helps to keep inflammation levels low. Chronic inflammation is a huge problem, so having a healthy gut gives you an advantage in this area. 
We will talk about inflammation a lot on this podcast. Good gut health also improves metabolism, which is the process of your body converting what you eat and drink into energy. You've probably heard someone say, I have a slow or fast metabolism. Gut health can impact this, which can then impact your weight, energy levels, and more. A healthy gut helps you to develop a healthy immune system so you can have appropriate levels of inflammation and also have the ability to fight off infections. It also helps improve your brain and mental health. I'll talk more about the gut-brain connection in a future episode. Good gut health also helps regulate your hormones. I will also dive deeper into this topic in the future. But if you have hormonal issues or period problems or things like that, good gut health can help regulate that. It also helps with managing cravings as well as your mood and behavior. A healthy gut helps to control hunger as it impacts your hunger hormones and cravings. And ensuring you have a healthy gut helps to regulate blood sugar. Having too high or too low of blood sugar can cause many issues, such as fatigue and increased stressed hormones, as well as insulin resistance and diabetes down the line. Good gut health helps to prevent disease, including heart disease, obesity, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and more. It also helps with having healthy, clearer skin due to the regulation of inflammation, as well as having a healthy gut and skin microbiome, therefore having a healthy gut-skin connection. Having good gut bacteria helps to build essential building blocks for the body, such as vitamins, amino acids, neurotransmitters, enzymes, and short-chain fatty acids, so that your body can function at its optimal level. And lastly, on the benefits of having good gut health, if you have children or want to have children, having a healthy gut before, during, and even after pregnancy can benefit them. Now let's move on to the disadvantages or dangers of bad gut health. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here, but it's important that we talk about it. So really, it's kind of the opposite of what I just talked about. For example, if you're susceptible to a certain disease because of your genetics, poor gut health can turn on the gene for that disease. Poor gut health can increase inflammation, causing many problems and symptoms like we've talked about already. An unbalanced gut can lower your metabolism, leading to weight gain. It also creates an unhealthy, weak immune system or an overactive immune system with autoimmune or allergy issues. A disrupted gut can also disrupt your hormones and cause hormonal imbalances. An unhealthy gut can also cause increased cravings for sugar or refined carbohydrates, leading to high blood sugar, increased inflammation, weight gain, hormone imbalances, fungal overgrowths, and more. A dysregulated gut can negatively impact your mood and behavior, and it can cause you to gain weight and have trouble losing weight. Also, an unhealthy gut may negatively impact hunger hormones. That can be part of the reason why you can gain weight or have trouble losing weight. Blood sugar can be dysregulated when your gut is unhealthy as well. An unhealthy gut can increase your risk for diseases like I mentioned before, such as type 2 diabetes, obesity, heart disease, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, etc. It can also cause unhealthy brain or mental health and can make your skin inflamed, dry, break out in acne, etc. And like I talked about before, not having plenty of good gut bacteria can impair your ability to build essential building blocks for the body, like those vitamins and amino acids, not allowing your body to function at its optimal level. And lastly, I'm sure there are more benefits and dangers, but having an unhealthy gut before, during, or after pregnancy can negatively impact your children. So if you want to have children or you already have them, it affects them too. 
So we talked about what gut health even is, why it's so important, some fun facts about it, as well as the benefits of good gut health and the dangers of bad gut health. I hope this episode helped you to understand what gut health is and why it's so important that you take care of your gut health. Your gut impacts almost every area of your body, and it's been reported that 90% of diseases can be related back to the gut. So I encourage you to take steps, even baby steps, toward working on your gut health. The first step to doing that is nailing down food and nutritional foundations. If you want to learn exactly what I mean by that, check out my new Food Foundations course at www.itsjamiewagner.com food foundations, or you can find that link in the show notes. In the course, I break down what exactly is important to focus on when it comes to nutrition and action steps you can take to make changes. It's not a diet, and it's not restrictive. In the course, I teach you how to eat in a way to nourish your gut without being on a restrictive diet and cutting out a bunch of different foods. In the course, I teach you exactly how to build a gut-friendly plate so that you are not eating inflammatory foods and you're eating foods that actually really nourish your body without restricting yourself, without counting calories or being on a diet. So if you are in the trenches of the Google searches and you don't know where to go from here, I highly encourage you to check out my Food Foundations course. Again, you can find that link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy Gut Podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. If you liked it, I'd love it if you could leave a positive review. I'd also love it if you shared it with your friends and family, maybe your coworkers, maybe your uh, barista, whoever. You can find all sources and a link to my website in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at It's Jamie Wagner. See you next time.